Hi, this is Carolina. This is Nicole. Join the conversation as we discuss life, love, health, and all the cheese in between. Hey, welcome back. Welcome to Different Accents. Welcome back, people. Uh, we're tonight, back. we're back. I know, and I'm excited. Today, we welcome our amiga, Chingona. Yay, welcome Yay, back. Yay, welcome back. <laughs> Chingona joined us from uh, for Nicole's birthday episode, so we're glad to have you back. And her name is Isabel, but we call her Chingona because she is Chingona. She's like Wonder Woman. <laughs> yes. So are we sticking to Chingona this episode or? Yeah, why not? Let's stick with it. It's a podcast. Podcasting <laughs> 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 there. <laughs> So, I mean, it's been a beautiful week. Uh, Easter just passed. Um, so how did you guys spend your Easter? How, you know, how's your week been? It's been good. You know, Easter was nice. You know, we had a beautiful weather. So that was definitely a gift. Yes. And it was nice, you know, with the fam. I know a lot of Easter egg hunts we had this year. How about you, Chingona? Mm-hmm. So I actually got to meet my grandbaby. Um, my oh. son just had a boy. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Yeah. So How he's many actually, days? He was born on the 20th of March. And uh-huh. so I was able to see him for the first time. Oh, um, my super goodness. Cute, super tiny. He reminds me so much of my son. One oh, of my your baby. Chingon <laughs> yeah. is a grandma. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. How you. Well, ladies, you have your drink. Salud. Oh, yeah. Salud. There we go. Cheers to your baby. Oh, yeah. And you also, it's not your first uh, grand grandbaby, right? You have another one? Yeah. So my son, um, basically, I had my kids at 13 and then he topped me. He had his at 11. So because I'm only, what, 21 now? (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. I'm all thrown off. Oh, yeah. What's going on? So I have a four year old. Granddaughter, and then I have <laughs> my grandson that was just born. Oh, Aww. how nice! So it was a very special Easter. Yes, very nice. Oh, that's nice. 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 Okay. Uh, well, Chingona, you know, um, I know, you know, Nicole and I know you, known you for a while now. But you know, since you're a guest in our podcast, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, where you from? Uh, where you got the name Chingona? from and i know you told us a little bit yeah you told us a little bit in the last episode but you know it wasn't all about you and this one is all about you (laughs) oh nice all right well i'm actually from the southeast side of chicago um so i grew up with nicole uh just from the neighborhood here nobody usually knows this part of the the city of chicago but it's really far southeast um born and raised and then Chingona, the name, it actually came up because when Facebook first started advertising in everybody's news feeds, <laughs> one day I basically clicked into an ad unknowingly because this was this was a couple, maybe like a year and a half ago or two years ago when it was first coming out. Uh-huh. And I clicked on the ad and I would say a few few days later, a man shows up at my house. I wasn't home. What? Yes. And my son tells me, you know, mom, there's like this man, he came in a BMW, he was looking for Izzy. So at that time, my my Facebook name was Izzy. And so 
I was like, why is he saying, you know, why would somebody come looking for Izzy? Because nobody calls me that, even right. though a nickname for my full name. Um, and so I ended up putting two and two together. The man eventually came back to the house when I got home. I had no clue who he was. Basically, for clicking on that ad, Facebook pre-filled like my address and all my information. So this man like showed up to the house. What? Wow, that's yeah. scary. Very so, scary. So I was like, what I'm the- gonna need a name that if they ever come knocking on the door and ask for Chingona, I know they got <laughs> Facebook. You know, like I need something yeah. really loud to stand out. And that's that's how I ended up with it. And then you have it spelled in two words, right? Like first name Ching and last name Ona. Yes. And I'm not even lying to you. Um, Facebook now requires an ID because I've never gone by like my real name on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And they changed it like a couple of years ago where you really have to use your real name. They make you send in an ID. What? I don't know. But over the years, like I've sent um, Mark... Zuckerberg. I don't know if he actually reads them, but I send them, I'll send them messages. Like if I notice something, like I knew when the ads were coming, I'm like, okay, they're like Facebook police. Yeah. So I'll like send like a threatening message. Like I know you're selling this information. So basically I told him like someone showed up at my house through an ad of yours and I'm not sending an ID and this is what my name is going to be. And they actually like immediately updated it to be Chingona, which oh I think my God. So what kind nice. of ad was it that you saw? It was about insurance. Mm. Because the man who came, he basically pulled out a paper because I ended up calling the cops. Uh-huh. And um, he because he um, and he pulled out like a paper. And in that paper, that's how I know that all of our information is given to like external parties because it had Izzy Bell, which was my Facebook name, and then I had my address. It had my phone number. Oh my god! The man was yes. showing like the cops, like no, um, this was not like unsolicited. She mm-hmm. she asked for this, like for me to come, which had no truth to it. Yeah. <laughs> Initially, they would let you change your name like every so often, okay. but I, yeah. I maybe it became overwhelming. So then, what they started doing was requiring. An idea oh, of trying to change it, and what's the big deal? But I, I remember, I, I thought, I thought it was like if you got like locked out, or if you asked to like delete maybe like an old profile, then I thought they needed to see some proof. And Crazy. and I would think because they don't want it to be computer bots, so we can get mm-hmm. into that whole story. So there's a lot of profiles <laughs> on social media yeah. that are not real people. Oh They're yeah, bots running, yeah, and they're. Well, or, I mean, that's a whole nother topic. I know. It is. But, uh, it is. It's a good one. People's too. like profiles. Well, see, Caro, that's how I knew it was Facebook, too, because mm-hmm. I think me and you talked about that before, too. Yeah. Like the email, the phone number, all of that was all the stuff I have in Facebook that's not necessarily my real info. Mm-hmm. So I could see, like, you know. What oh, yeah. phone number was it was showing to the man? Um, I could see the email, and it's like every like social media. I don't have any usually any like social media accounts that can tie back to each other because I use like very different info, and it's only because obviously you know you're on secure you're in a security career field, and then I work in IT, so I basically know not to be putting in anything in there. 
Oh my yeah. god! Also, why I won't use my real name, but and yeah, it's so scary. I mean, you know, that's like that. It's so scary, you know, to to hear about that, and you know, you think about how things are now, you know, with for adults, for kids, you know, just mm-hmm. exploiting, and then you know, social media, um, everything that's happening, you know, like trafficking, and them just like. Oh, it's just so much. To, like that so, guy is showing up at your house. That that's creepy. ridiculous. That's creepy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was so different back in the day, right? Like we didn't yeah. have to, you know, I, how, I don't know how it was for like, for you, Kata, you came, you came to the States like as a teenager, right? Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much, uh, well, but, you know, uh, how long ago was that? I don't know on it. Um, there, but like a year like five years ago no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know like I remember growing up you know we were on the south side and um you know being able just to kind of like walk the streets with your friends and hey mom dad we'll be right back you know give you a you know a curfew to come home and you pretty much just kind of like do whatever you plan to do or whatever you told your parents you were doing so, you know, like pretty much, you know, we, we would be able just to just kind of like roam around and hang out with our friends and come home at a certain time. And, you know, we never really thought any more of it, you know, or you just hung on the blocks, you know, parents were out. I mean, there wasn't, you never heard about stuff like that or like people getting, you know, taken or and there wasn't any social media, you know, I mean, maybe you like. You know how like you would go out, maybe you 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 found a couple pervs on the block, and then just some old man just kind of whistling at mm-hmm. you. But that's all. <laughs> that's all it was. But yeah. you know, like I don't know. It was, it's just so different. It just felt like it was just so much easier. Even though I'm sure our parents worried, but you know, it was pretty much just like being with your friends, hanging in the neighborhood, and then just going through the whole stage of being a teenager. You know, like. Yeah, And it was the same in Mexico. I mean, I think mm-hmm. it's a generational thing. You know, yeah. it was like things were better, like more safe, mm-hmm. or we just didn't know because we don't have a way, you know, the social media, we didn't have a okay. way to really advertise it. So we either didn't know it was going on or maybe it wasn't going on. But either right. way, life was, it seemed like it was better. or We were free. It, was, it wasn't yeah. easy, I think, for predators to get what they wanted. So like, yeah. Even if there were perverts in the neighborhood, everybody knew who those perverts were. Like, you knew to stay away, away from that area. Like, yeah, crazy man lives there. Don't go near that side of the block. Whereas now, like, so much data is being shared through our phone. I know. Realize it. That it's so, you know, it's a lot easier for predators to get people. Yeah. And even, you know, with the computers and videos and cameras. Oh my God, cameras and everything. Like, oh, it was just more, you know, and, and, and that's what, you know, like, that's what, you know, you, you think about like, you know, like, so these are things that we remember and how we grew up, right? Experiences and maybe like things that our parents talked to us about, you know, and, and, and you think about all that. I mean, I think the biggest thing that they probably had to worry about was like having that talk with us, right? The birds and the bees talk, you know, like, yes. Now, <laughs> yeah. Like the boyfriend. Like, yeah. You know, now it's like so much more. I mean, did, how did your parents have that talk with you? Have the talk? 
with you or did they have the talk with you? Yeah. Not with me. We That was a, top, a subject that we didn't talk about. Oh. Not at all. It was, it, it was not, you know, it was not the negative, you know, about it either. So we mm-hmm. just, it was just a topic that we just never talked about. You know, not how, in a negative oh, way or not in yeah. a positive way. So, I mean, as you grow, you know, so as you're like going through the motions, right? You're going through puberty, you're getting older. How did, how did that work in your house then? I mean, you know, because it was, you can't hide from it, right? We're growing. <laughs> yeah, but that's where you, you have know? your good girlfriends and <laughs> oh, <laughs> to give you that good advice. Oh, to give them all, to give, to no, give you all the right advice. Yeah. So, Carol, like, how was it though? Like, you know, Mexico is a different country. You know, I think back when Nicole and I were teenagers, it was, uh, thank God we weren't born like in the 70s or people were like all over. <laughs> Um, but it was still like, you know, you had to, you should carry yourself well, you know, wait till you get married. Yeah. And how was that in Mexico? Like, I'm curious to know, was it like free out there too, or? Oh yeah. It is the same way. I mean, the, the one big difference in Mexico than here is that over there, they treat you. Uh, more as an adult mm-hmm. sooner. So they oh. give you more responsibility. So by the time you're 18 years old, you're already like, oh, yes, I'm going to go away for college and, you know, I can have a boyfriend. I'm an adult. Where oh. here you have to wait until you're 21. But I feel even 21-year-olds are not all there, right? So no. it's, it, that's the biggest difference, I would say. Over there, they, they give you more responsibility earlier, they prepare you for like the next steps sooner. Mm-hmm. Where here, I mean, if you compare an 18 year old here, an 18 year old in Mexico is night and day. Yeah, I would say that's the biggest difference. And that's why it's not such a big deal to have a boyfriend like 15, 16, 17. Because, you know, when you're 18, you're going to be an adult. So just think about it as, uh, you know, the same way here, like when you're 19, 20, 21, mm. it's not such a big deal to have a boyfriend is the same way, you know, sooner. Yeah, that that's actually a good point. They do that like with everything. I remember mm-hmm. the first time I went to Mexico, I was like, I don't remember how old I was, but I just remember like sitting in, I don't know why they were, maybe they were house schooled, but even like in math, like they were like on multiplication, like at, I feel like at a very early, early age, like every, they do everything a lot quicker. So like a little more advanced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I remember looking at the work they were doing and like here it would probably be like eighth grade work. They were doing it like in fourth grade. Oh, and wow. I, I remember the trips. These are all like silly things, but then even <laughs> when you go like on a trip, you know, I don't know if you ever did like an apple vacations when you go on, Oh yeah, they pick you up. I mean, they're like handing beers to like eighteen-year-olds. Oh my god, <laughs> you know, okay, everything's so then, like faster. So then, why not? So then, why is the talk like forbidden? Everything else is so advanced. Everything else it's, is. It's not forbidden in my house. My mom was more. I mean, we just didn't have the relationship to oh. to talk about it. My mom was more very strict, like more mm-hmm. reserved, like she was, you know, always working. 
So it's not like we had that type of relationship. So it had nothing to do with me living in Mexico or yeah, uh, anything like that. It was just a relationship I had with my mom. We just didn't talk about anything, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I had like a pretty traumatizing experience when it came to the topic of sex. I think mm-hmm. so. My mom was a single mom. She had three three girls. So her approach was to talk about it, but she started doing it when I felt like we were too young. And oh. she actually used more of like a fear, intimidation, shame <laughs> approach where it was like, oh. I was only like 12 years old. And she's like, oh, I have to have a talk with you. You know, these boys, they're going to try to do this and that to you. And oh. you need to, you know what I was like, <laughs> like I had never even kissed a boy. Like, no, so I'm like, what? Yeah, so I was like 12 and never even probably kissed anybody yet. And she's like talking to me about sex. And I'm like, everything she's saying sounded gross. I'm like, oh. And then, you know, she was like, don't ever fall for it. Like, if you fall for it, then you'll be known as like the, you know, the whore from the neighborhood. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was like horrible. And she did. You're like, what's a whore? Yeah. And she was like, only women, you know, who are like. Whores and whole, yeah, like, like the whole world's gonna know when you do it. The world's gonna talk about you if you're not married. Um, I mean, it was like really harsh. And then she would make jokes, like even when my friends would come over, even throughout the years as I got older, like she'd make jokes like, "Oh, you know, like Isabel is getting like I was really skinny like in my early age." So then when I started getting like more a body like boobs and mm-hmm. stuff. she was like oh you know like this was going boobs i'm gonna have to glue her like underwear <laughs> you know and i'm like what the fuck? like she's gonna you know she's like and she was really strict too kind of like i remember everybody would go like the roller domes like all the children in the freaking neighborhood she's like no you can't go you can't go i don't know it, it was rough you know single moms go through a lot but then at the same time you know, like on a different day, she'd be like, oh, well, you know, your body's really cute. Like, I'm going to put you in a bikini and then I'm going to take photos and I'm sure I can make <gasps> calendars out of you. So it was just like a weird situation. Like, wow. I'm like, what in the heck? And then if I go to the store, she's like picking out like tube tops for me, you know? So I'm like, wait a minute, you know, like you want to glue my underwears to me, but yet you want me to dress like a tramp. <laughs> I don't know. Weird. Weird. Make signals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It was, it was pretty bad. And and um, I think it impacted my whole life. Honestly, like, I really felt that, like, you know, like, I was like, I didn't really want to be out there. Like, I didn't want to, I was, like, scared to get close to anybody. I'm like, oh, no, they're going to want to do this and that to me. You know, like, everything my mom described when I was, like, 10. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, like, and, and then for, like, me, I mean, my my parents were really, like, cool and I, I and they weren't strict with me at all I mean you know they disciplined me and I knew better right and they always gave me great advice but nice. I it, if we sit here and talk about it and even though as much as we were open and and everything I don't remember ever having a conversation like let's sit down and talk I, I remember like situations and I think this is where, you know, us, you know, growing up and a lot of people in the neighborhood um, had kids very early. Um, 
And, um, or, you know, a lot of kids hung out on my block. So you would see a lot of things going on, right? We had like older kids on the block and then you'd see like the, the older teenagers, maybe with their boyfriends hanging on each other or walking around, you know, all that kind of thing. And I remember always in, you know, always be aware of, you know, there's always people who see you, how you, you know, how you handle yourself in front of people, what looks right, what doesn't, you know. Um, and I remember them giving me, you know, or us talking briefly or, in, you know, some type of conversation, bits and pieces of it. But I don't ever remember sitting there with my parents and having to talk. Kind of like Carolina, where it was like, okay, well, you kind of just, everything, you know, you learn on the street. You know what I mean? Yeah friends and things like that or maybe things that you're watching or I don't ever remember having that conversation but I knew like I said like they taught me enough to know better to kind of think about what you're doing um and then or if not you know they'll just beat my ass one of the (laughs) 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 but um yeah that that's how I remember it you know, we have, you know, you have these talks, you know, some people are having the talks with their kids and some just avoid it and don't. And then you're kind of just left to like learn on your own. And that happens to like everybody, regardless if you have the talk at home or not, Yeah, you're going to get what you're going to get on the street, you know, and you kind of, I mean, I don't know, you kind of going to have to make those decisions on your own once you're out there. My parents would always say that we give you advice here. We could tell you right from wrong, but once you walk out the doors and you're with your friends and you're doing this, you have to make the better decision. Yeah. And that's why we need to talk. We need to have that talk with our kids. Yeah. I think it's very important. I know this, this one person that uh, when she was younger, she believed that she can get pregnant just by swimming in the pool with a boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Those, yeah. and Those, I would say that too. She would say, for, if yeah. you kiss a boy, you'll end up pregnant. Yes. Oh, so as as I think it's important to talk to our kids. And you know, I didn't have the relationship with my mom. Not just about this. It was it mm-hmm. was a very, um, you know, she was the boss, and we worked for the boss. You know, right, right. relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I try to do different with my kids. Um, I try to, you know, let them know that they can talk to me, but I tend to overdo it where they're like, <laughs> okay, mom, we have nothing to tell you. Okay. There's nothing to talk about. You're making us uncomfortable. You're getting all detailed about it. Yeah. Well, not that <laughs> I, I don't kidding. bring it up, you know. Don't be my mom. Talk, no, no. The way I talk to my kids is a lot different, but um, I also don't make it a big deal. Uh, Mm -hmm. because when you make it a big deal and then you start shaming it, I mean, you know, as Isabel was explaining, it could also have some bad consequences and you might not even want to talk at that point. Right. Uh, Normalize the conversation, you know, make them feel comfortable. Yes. And like with my oldest, my, well, my youngest, she's a little more shy in the area so I can mess with her more. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, did you get... Did the boy kiss you or did you get your first kiss yet? And, you know, I just, I just mess with her so much. Yeah. Or I'll be like, before you leave, make sure you brush your teeth because what if a boy kiss you? And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she gets so upset. She's like, oh my God. 
but because I know she's more on the shy side, uh-huh. you know. Now with my other daughter, I I'm not playing with her. <laughs> you oh know? yeah. I'm like, you better be careful, and you called me, and um, so I handle both of them in a very different way because of their personalities. Um, I don't straight up tell them, like, describe things, but I also, you know, I let them know that uh, the door is open. Oh, that's good. Yeah. How about you, Jingana? Because, like, see, Carolina has the two girls, and you have your boys. Mm -hmm. All the boys. How was it with that, with them? So, you know, I actually, obviously you guys know, I divorced their dad. So I ended up like at the important ages, I was a single mom with them. Mm-hmm. And the apple don't fall far from the tree. I'll tell you, I don't know if I did it wantingly, but I, I think I used a similar approach to my mom. I didn't have the talk with him as young, like super young. Yeah, um, I think it was like when my son Armani made it to high school, and I actually did it all at one time. Like I had all three of them, so I feel bad for my youngest because he was probably way too young. <laughs> um, but you know, I just put all three of them together, and then I just let them know, you know, like I'm having this conversation because Armani's in high school now, um, and I basically, I didn't do it. I didn't talk details or anything. I just basically told my children. You know, there's going to be a point in time where, um, you know, you may care about sex or, um, you know, maybe you'll even be in a situation where, you know, you don't know if you should do something. But Mm -hmm. I want you all to make sure that um, you you choose wisely. Like there's many things you have to be careful about. There's STDs. And this is where I'm saying I took the fear tactic. Yeah. So I basically <laughs> told them, you know, like there's STDs. You can get with a girl one time. She could become pregnant. You know, what are you going to do as a 16 year old with a baby? Um, yeah. So that's, it, I felt it was a little harsh because I did talk about diseases and pregnancy yeah. The whole you have point sex, was, it's gonna fall off. <laughs> yeah, it was really more like I wanted them to make sure they were careful. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you don't know, and there's no manuals on the, on parenting, so yeah. I do kind of regret my approach, and I wish I could have thought about it more because I feel like all three of them were kind of like boys that would prefer to be home playing a video game versus like out venturing out like. Mm-hmm. even girlfriends like till this day you know they're very like picky and and then because my oldest son you know it was his first girlfriend the one he has the two kids with like mm-hmm. that was his first girlfriend and he like fell like immediately you know when oh. he got with her and and so my boys are like oh like we don't want a girlfriend and <laughs> they just stay away from women and I'm like what the heck is going on here like what my poor kids, you know <laughs> But, but yeah, hopefully it changes. My youngest actually um, recently got a girlfriend. And oh, I say okay. my youngest, he's 19 already. Wow. So we're moving nice. in the right direction. We just got to get the middle Yeah. <laughs> but that's a good age, I think. That is. I mean, you can't, you can't avoid the whole, you can't avoid that. You know, it's boyfriends, girlfriends, you know, it's going to so, happen. So yeah. the longer the way, the better. Well, I yeah. mean, it works in two ways because what I will tell you is my son the youngest one 
he just met her. Uh, they just been dating like for a short time. He is like majorly whooped. <laughs> and that's what happens to Armani when he finally got a girlfriend. So it's, it's kind of like, is that the right thing to do? You know, because it's almost like, I don't know. I don't know. How do you, you know, first you, then you think like, okay, that's, that's great that they want to settle and they have the one girlfriend. I don't want them to be, you know, with all kind of girls. Right. Yes. And then you're like, but <laughs> like, you're not the young, same time, like, yeah. why, me, you know, me two or three. Yeah. And then, right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But, but it's really hard. Take. But it yeah, sounds like for, you have very good boys. Yeah. They're, they're good boys. They're, they're good. They're, they probably could have had um, ventured out a little bit more, but I wouldn't change it for anything. Oh, that's nice, nice. I'm the one that scared. My kids are only nine. <laughs> They're little. So are you yeah, preparing? <laughs> yeah, preparing. I mean, the one thing I make sure I, you know, I do, especially with my daughter, is to make mm-hmm. sure that uh, she knows that she could come talk to us. Um, you know, I want her to feel safe. I want her to know that I support her, you know, mm-hmm. how she, her feelings, um, things like that. You know, we did, we do have the discussion with them about, you know, body parts and people or any, not just strangers, anybody, right. Yeah. You know, about keeping their hamster herself and, you know, things like that, kids in school and, you know, because, you know, they're going to, they learn in school too. You know, you're, you know, you just, because I remember being at the age and I, I remember boys at that age and going into fourth grade, they were all about like the girls. It was crazy. Cause I can remember that. Yeah. So I think about that. I'm just like, oh boy, you know. Well, now you so, have to add technology to it too, Nicole. I mean, yeah, you got to monitor oh, the internet. Yeah. Because little yeah, kids luckily are using- they don't do that. I know. But um, yeah, it's scary. It's just scary. You know, and I, that's where, I, where, I, where I, I go back to what I said before. I just remember us being able to just, it, it was fine. Okay, I'm going to go to, you know, my friend's house. All right, just. I don't know, be back by six o'clock or, you know, just, or landlines, call us when you get there or let us know you're there or, you know. Um, and now what you have is like, if they do activities, right? Like, mm-hmm. the, like the, like volleyball crew, the swimming crew, or they play bands or, you know, whatever it is. So I guess that's, that's the new way of, you know, socializing, getting well, to know the good. parents and things Keep, like yeah. that. And it keeps them busy. You know, us growing up, we didn't have all those options. I think the only did the thing they did was have did have was like baseball. Yeah, but you didn't. They didn't have activities like, oh, you know, we're gonna join this or we're gonna do that or you know, when you got your high school is a little different. But I'm, you know, especially in grammar school, there wasn't anything to do but what our our activity was like. What's the next like dance hall party gonna be? Yeah. You know, the DJs and they would have like, you know, and that was performers even, come and yeah. that was fun. But but it wasn't even know. like orchestrated by the school either. It was just like the community center. That's community stuff. There wasn't anything mm-hmm. to do. No yeah. Community, yeah. The there, inner, there wasn't city, anything to do. inner city Chicago schools. No funding. <laughs> so there was no programs. You had to go to the and, park, MCC. And then you got in trouble there. Gato, Gato wasn't a social group, right? You had a group, right? A I, group of friends. 
friends? Was oh, yeah. Well, I met friend? him in high school. I met him in high school, and then I also met him at a church group as well. Okay. So that's where I got to meet him. But growing up in Mexico, I mean, I grew up similar to how my kids are growing up here. Mm-hmm. Like, I was in ballet, jazz. I was even in flamenco dancing classes. I was doing sports and all that stuff. Oh, you were just busy. I was really busy. And I was oh. very hyper, so my mom had to make sure that I was doing something because that would drive her crazy. Carolina, were you backing that thing up? Was that what you Oh, yes, I was. Too. And then um, let's say if I, if I had a week where I didn't have anything to do, she would just say, oh, my God, just go outside and run around the block like 10 times and then come home. <laughs> so she had to keep me really, really busy. It's so funny. So, um, so Gingona, uh, we have a few questions for you. Um, I know, I know. No sex questions. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. So like, you know, like we said before, we do, we do know you for a few years, but we want our our listeners also to get to know you a little better. Okay. So what has been one of your biggest accomplishments? Ooh, it's a hard one. (laughs) Um, I would probably say taking like um, a different path. Like when it came to education, but still being able to win. And and I'll explain that a little bit more. So I actually, when I was in high school, there there was a lot of things going on. Um, You know, my mom was a single mom. She worked at night, so she couldn't really be at the school like in the mornings. So there was a lot of trouble. Um, I eventually got kicked out of high school. And so I didn't take the the standard path. Like I didn't graduate from high school with everyone, go on to college, which I know a lot of people don't. Um, But I'm proud that I didn't take that situation where I got kicked out of school and let that be the tell all for my life. Like I, as soon as that happened, I basically inquired on how else can I get my high school, you know, education completed. Mm -hmm. And and I kept going. So like, basically, when that situation occurred, um, I was actually able to go like through the Board of Education and like take my high school, like equivalency test, I mean, oh, okay. like, nice. or the high school diploma. Um, but, it, you know, I didn't get kicked out of school, like because I was dumb or anything. It was just like a whole bunch of like family issues, different issues oh. going on where I wouldn't be at school. So it just wasn't working out. Um, and so basically, you know, it basically allowed me to finish high school a year earlier. So the kickout was like, oh, the nice. best thing, you know, yeah. <laughs> got that, um, went straight into college. And then I actually stood in college for a long time because I didn't know what I wanted to be. Um, so I changed it like a couple of times, eventually got into IT. And um, I'm actually in a place where I never thought, you know, I would be, especially that mm-hmm. day that I was getting kicked out of high school. Right. Um, I think that's probably the biggest accomplishment, the fact that, you know, I didn't use a bad situation and let it ruin my life. Yeah. I actually um, used it as like a stepping stone to get further. And I think I did it even faster than I would have if I had gone yeah. the traditional way. Yeah. And oh. that's because you're Chingona. That's why. Right, Chingona. <laughs> that's a great story. Thank you. Um, so if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? I would say confidence. 
So I don't even know if that falls like in the category of advice. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I would definitely say everyone should have confidence in themselves. Um, I think it's easy, you know, depending on situations or how life's playing out, you know, people tend to lose confidence. Obviously you have people who, who wear confidence well and are super confident. And I think that's like a clear indication that when you have it, like you succeed. Um, but I would, I would say, I would tell my younger self, um, be as confident as you can be. And it's basically going to make life play out a whole lot better. Um, mm. you know, I've always, always been in positive situations where, you know, I've worked places, I'll, I'll do good at work, I'll get promoted. But mm. on the inside, I'm sitting there like, oh my God, like, they want me to take what role? Like, why are they trusting me? Why are they trusting me? Like, don't they know I'm like stressed? Don't doubt out? yourself. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm so stressed. I'm going to screw it up. And not until recently, probably like within the last five years, did I start realizing like, you know, I am bringing something like really good to the table. And, um, and naturally, you know, naturally when, when you're doing things that you love, like you'll be good at it and people just naturally see it I think yeah um and so I wish I could have turned that light bulb on like a whole lot sooner because I, I nice. lived through a lot of stress unnecessary stress from stress just yeah. myself, you know? but the main thing is that you're there now oh yes yes I'm yeah. there now and now I'm like overdoing it <laughs> I'm like, I bring this to the table excuse me <laughs> Miss how, much, how much are you gonna pay me <laughs> you're like more <laughs> I know that's not enough that's not enough <laughs> that's no, awesome that, that's good so uh so what is your zodiac sign this is a fun one. Oh, I'm a Pisces, Pisces. Yeah. Whoa. and what is your favorite zodiac sign my favorite zodiac sign <laughs> oh my god strangely it's gonna sound fake because Nicole's a Pisces and she's on the phone but I actually, <laughs> I actually do think that my favorite sign is Pisces. Most of my friends are Pisces. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I love Pisces. I love them. So yeah, second, yeah. Favorite, second favorite one. Ooh, that's hard. So, um, so I like Pisces. I said Pisces because I have met Pisces men and I've always got along with them. Um, my mom is a certain sign. And I always like my current relationship is my mom's sign. Uh-huh. So I just don't like to admit like that. I like that sign, but I think I do because <laughs> I always end up with that sign. Um, and that's Libra. Oh, oh Libra. yay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I do Libra. like Libra, yeah. Libras as well. I think the only one um, that makes me not want to admit it is just like, my mom and that's just because she has like a super strong personality now what is libra what months do they fall in between though is it just september it's october like, yeah late september mid until oh, mid-october right to mid-october okay nice thank you huh yeah so it's both of you huh hey there you go <laughs> yeah look at be. that <laughs> it's meant to be yeah, yeah. I think she's just saying that because she knew. No. <laughs> um, so last question. So what is the one song, Chingona, that just makes you smile? 
song. Yeah, you. is there a song? I ha- I love like so many songs and so many different songs. Smile. Hmm. Yeah, like just like, you know, like there's always that make the. Song. I mean, there's a lot of songs too for me, but you know, a song that just puts you makes you just feel good. You know, your hype song. Yeah. So funny thing is, like, I love music that makes me cry. Again, oh. kind of like with my whole confidence thing, right? I just like to torture myself. <laughs> um, but, but I love it. Like, I love it. Like, if a song makes me cry or anything. It's therapeutic. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, yes, I'm loving it. Brought out all the tears. <laughs> but as far as, like, a happy song, I would say, man, look how sad is that? I can't even think of a happy song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, what's the one song that makes you just cry ball? Like, you're so sad. <laughs> oh my god um diana ross sings it um it's an old song and she uh-huh. sang it when when someone passed away i'm missing oh, you yes i'm missing you i will bawl my eyes out and there was a time like when i'm going through rough times like i will just play that song over and over everywhere i'm going in my car and i'm just like bawling out it's crazy yeah, I think I remember that video. I think she was actually has um she was singing it to Marvin Gaye, I believe. Yes, that one. Uh-huh. And that song. Yeah. So yeah. So we learn a lot of new things about you, Isabel. Very nice news. Yeah. Yes. yes. You have a lot of Pisces things. Pisces, and you have <laughs> once again confirmed that you are the Meta Meta, the Chingona. <laughs> oh, thank so, you. So thank thank you for sharing that with yeah. us. You didn't let that sex talk. You didn't let that sex talk just like hold you down. You know what I mean? Either like you know what, say no, to, <laughs> say no to the horse. <laughs> <laughs> I can't overcome. I can't overcome. Yay! Well, awesome. Thank you for joining us today. It was a lot of fun, and um, <laughs> we hope to, we hope to see you soon, which I think is coming up right in a few days. Yeah. Yes, we can now we got to celebrate your I birthday, know. even though it's no late, right? But it's super it's late. never too late for your birthday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, under the circumstance, the way oh, things yes. are, it's hard to do anything. Yeah. So we're looking forward to it. Um, you could check us out on other platforms. We'll have uh everything linked on. Well, ladies, Salud. raise up a glass. Yeah. Cheers. Salud. Salud. Cheers.